Shakur Stevenson versus Oscar Valdez fight prediction. Dun, dun, dun. Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. As usual, before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys, you can hit me up on Twitter at FightJunkie.com. Follow me on Parlor at FightJunkie. Listen to me on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple, Amazon. Basically, anywhere you can find a podcast, I'll be there. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel. Oh wait, hold up. Scratch that. YouTube deleted my channel. Um, let me think. Okay, I got it. You can also subscribe to the Rumble channel. Rumble.com slash Fight Junkie. Want live stream? Twitch.tv slash Real Fight Junkie. Shakur Stevenson, undefeated, 17 wins, zero losses. Of his 17 wins, nine are by knockout. Oscar Valdez, also undefeated, 30 wins, zero losses. Of those 30 wins, 23 are inside the distance. You have Stevenson as a minus 550 favorite. Valdez comes back at plus 340. Those are straight lines. We'll go, won't go, 12 full rounds. We'll go, minus 170. We'll go, plus 130. You have Stevenson wins inside, plus 260. Stevenson wins by decision, minus 135. Valdez wins inside, 5 to 1. Valdez wins by decision, 10 to 1. Fight is a draw, 18 to 1. Obviously, they're both undefeated, but you see the line is Pretty wide for two undefeated fighters that are facing one another. And the issue here is Stevenson actually opened right around three to four to one. He was actually below three to one at one of the books I looked at when he opened. And it's been all public money since then on Stevenson. And a lot of this has to do with Valdez and his last fight against Conceição. I think I'm saying that right. Conceição. Uh, a fight that a lot of people thought that he lost clearly most people were giving Valdez a few rounds in the fight and he ended up winning a UD so they're thinking wait a minute here Valdez showed some flaws in that fight he probably should have lost if he lost that fight then the Stevenson fight doesn't come off hint 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 and we've seen him dropped before he seems to have trouble with movement counter punching against uh Conceição he basically couldn't get past the one two now Granted, Stevenson is a southpaw, but still, Stevenson is on a level that a lot of people can't replicate when it comes to movement and speed and combination punching. And if Valdez is having trouble with some of these other fighters, and I'm not saying that Conceição is not a good fighter, I'm not saying that at all, but what I'm saying is if he's having some of these troubles against fighters that maybe aren't as well-known, that maybe aren't in their, you know, the peak performance, maybe aren't in the limelight that Stevenson is, people automatically assume he's going to struggle with Shakur when they, when they face off with the movement, the speed, the hand speed, the ring generalship and it makes a lot of sense because stylistically I think this is a really difficult fight for Valdez in fact after his fight with Conceição 
uh, Canelo was in the locker room, and there's footage of this if you want to go search for it, but he was basically telling him all the shit that he wasn't doing. And, like, you weren't setting up feints, you're just looking for power punches, you're just swinging for the bleachers, and Valdez is like, yeah, I was trying this, but I was afraid to be countered. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That right there should set off red flags because if Stevenson decides the box and draw uh, Valdez in, then, of course, the risk of being countered is going to be there. And if you watch this fight against Conceição, he stayed on the outside way too much. He's not that type of fighter. He needs pressure, especially against somebody like Stevenson. I don't think he can play the patient game. I know they've been trying to throw in some counterpunching ability and set their shots up for Valdez, but I don't think that's going to work against Stevenson. Of course, Valdez is the puncher in the fight. That's his saving grace. He can lose round after round after round and try to blast Stevenson out. I think that's what he's going to need if he's going to win this fight. I think you see that with the line where you have Valdez inside is ridiculously high at 5-1, to one, but his decision is 10-1. to one. So the books aren't giving him a big shot of beating Shakur Stevenson. I think if he does it, it's going to have to be inside. So if you're looking at the upset, in my opinion, on Valdez, you don't take him straight unless... Your book's line is getting tremendously high on the straight line that it's almost going to cover Valdez wins inside. And there are books right now where it's approaching that. In fact, I'm seeing one book where he's as high as 525. That's higher than his inside. Of course you would take Valdez straight at that point because there's no reason to take him inside at a lower line. Some of the books are starting to get up there where he's sitting at 450, 425, 475. Again, pretty close to the Valdez wins inside, even though I think that's his only real possibility. You never know what could happen. If the line is creeping up to his inside number, then of course you would take him straight. But all things being equal on the up and up, if his straight line is much lower than his inside and you had to pick your poison on Valdez, I think you take Valdez wins inside. I really think that's the only way he can beat Stevenson. I think he's going to struggle at that simply because I think Stevenson will be able to hit Valdez a lot. I think he's going to be able to bust them up. And I think he's going to be out of the way for the counter because Valdez likes to land that big, powerful shot. And he's always looking for that one-hit quitter, right? He's always looking for something that's going to shake you to your, to your socks. And with Stevenson, it's going to be difficult if he fights that way. If he's not setting up combination punching and just trying to touch Stevenson, he's just looking for power the entire time, he's probably going to have a difficult time finding Stevenson, of course. If he does find him, if he does hit that chin, then all bets are off. He could finish Stevenson, no doubt in my mind. He is the big hitter here. Again, I don't consider Stevenson a tremendous puncher, but the issue I have for this fight against Valdez is the amount of punches that I think Valdez is going to be able to absorb in this in this fight against Stevenson. I don't think Stevenson will necessarily put him down and out with a single shot. And obviously, Stevenson isn't considered a puncher. You can see that in his record. And also, the line that we're looking at is Stevenson minus 135 by decision. The books expect that he's going to win, but they expect him to have to do it via points. That makes sense, but again, I'm cautious there, not because I believe that Stevenson is this tremendous puncher, but it's because the amount of damage that Valdez takes against other opponents that I've watched him fight. Again, look at Conceição. Um, his face was busted up. He was cut. He was lumped up. Again, he's been, he's been uh, rocked and dropped before. I think Stevenson has actually an opportunity here to piece Valdez up that could cause some problems later on in the fight that might, 
might be able to score him a late round stoppage. I'm not saying that is the go-to. I'm not saying to mortgage your house on Stevenson wins inside. But even Stevenson's inside line is pretty low. It's plus 260. If you look at that, his inside line is lower than Valdez's inside line. And Valdez is considered the puncher. That's not because Stevenson is the harder puncher. It's because he's the better combination puncher. Probably the more well-rounded fighter. And I think Valdez is going to have defensive liabilities. That's going to really make Stevenson shine if he's on his game. Those combination punches look pretty anyway. And when they're bouncing off your opponent's face, they look even prettier. So I think Stevenson is going to be able to land a lot of leather on Valdez. And I worry about maybe swelling and cuts coming into play as the fight progresses. So I'm not 100% sold like I normally would be in a Stevenson fight. Uh, Stevenson wins by decision. You might get something like how he did against Herring in his last fight where he kind of just beat him up and wore him down and eventually got the stoppage, that wouldn't actually surprise me. I know a lot of people would probably be surprised if he was able to get Valdez out of there before the final bell. I don't think a lot of people will be surprised if Stevenson wins, as you see with the opening line and where we're sitting right now. People expect this, but I think people would be kind of surprised if he's able to just shut Valdez's offense off and just dominate him. Just piece him up, left, right, uppercut. I mean, I'm just talking about everything in the kitchen sink bouncing off Valdez's face as Valdez A either sits on the outside, which is a recipe for disaster. He's 100% going to lose the fight if he stays on the outside against Shakur and doesn't press the fight. Or B, he's pressing the fight, but he just can't get to Stevenson. He's just a little step behind, and Stevenson's able to land his combination, spin around, and Valdez has to reset, start all over again, eat a lot of punches, and this goes round by round by round. And then as you get into the championship rounds, maybe he's been hurt a little bit. Maybe his face is starting to swell. Maybe we've got some cuts, and this would be the recipe that Stevenson would need to get Valdez out of there. I'm not saying it's a foregone conclusion that Stevenson can get him out of there, but I think stylistically, the right fighter is favored. You could say it's getting a little bit ridiculous in the line right now. I mean, Stevenson is over 7-1 to one at some of the books straight. I can understand that. That's a lot of the public money. The books didn't open him that high, but they still opened him as a favorite. Again, three to four to one was the opening line for Stevenson. So I think Stevenson is the right side here. If you want to get spicy, you take Valdez inside. But I think Stevenson is the right side here. Just be cautious if you're going all out on Stevenson by decision, because even though that's the most likely outcome, I think Stevenson straight in this in this regard is probably a little bit better of a play depending on the line you got. Obviously, if we're talking about a 7-1 to one line versus a 3-1 to one line, there's a big difference there. So I wouldn't necessarily recommend you playing them at 7, 7.50, to 8-1 straight because of the slim or slight chance that he can wear Valdez down or bust him up, swell him up, cut him up. Kind of like you saw with Spence and Ugas, right? Once the eye went, it was, it was over. Ugas was never going to be stopped. He was never going to go down and out. Spence hit him with everything in the kitchen sink and he took it all, even when he was hurt, even when he was wobbled. But once the eye went, that's all she wrote. So you can see that with Valdez. He has high cheekbones anyway. He swells up a lot. So if Stevenson is able to land a lot of leather on Valdez, I wouldn't be surprised at all to see some swelling and potentially cuts there. And then you've got third parties involved. It's not how tough Valdez is. Now you've got the officials in there and anything can happen 
when you get the when you get a third party in there that can decide if the fight continues or not. You got the referee, you got the doctors, you got the corners. There's a lot that could happen there. So I think Stevenson is going to box. I think he's going to fight how he generally does. I just think it's going to be a little bit more dominating. And I think it's going to look a little worse for wear because I don't think Valdez is defensively responsible enough to block all of the combination punches that are coming from Stevenson. I really don't. I think Stevenson, if he wants to shoot for a late round finish, if he puts the work in, if he puts a little something something on his punches... I think he's going to be able to hit Valdez enough that it's a real possibility that he can get him out of there. Now listen, that doesn't mean that Stevenson has to stand in the pocket and trade with Valdez when I say put a little something-something on his punches. If you've ever been in the ring, you know that you can throw off-speed stuff, you can touch, you can touch, and then you can really sit down on your punches. I think he needs a combination of all of those things combined. When he's fighting Valdez in different spots, I think he needs to be, of course, defensively sound. I think he needs to use his wheels and make Valdez miss. I think he needs to go to the body. But I think the touching him, touching him, touching him is fine early on. I think it's fine throughout the rounds to mix that in there. But I also want to see him drop some hammers. I also want to see him put some power shots in there to let Valdez know, you can't just walk me down. And to get Valdez timid about those counter punches that he already talked about in his previous fights, that he was afraid to move in certain circumstances because of the counter punches. Well, if that's the case, then he should be frightened to death to do it against Shakur. And Stevenson needs to make him be be in that position. He needs to touch him enough and hit him with enough power to say, I'm serious, kid. Don't try to come in the front door at me because if you do, I'm going to piece you up. And I think over time, as the rounds go on, you're going to see a, a, a gap in talent. It's not it's not specifically because Valdez isn't good, but stylistically, he doesn't match up well with Stevenson. And that's been proven in his past fights against fighters that can move. You can go back and look at his resume. Even though he's come out of those fights with the win, you can look in spots within those rounds where he struggles. If he struggled against those type of guys, then again, I'm not throwing shade on them. If he struggled with that type of style is maybe a better way to say it, then he sure as hell should struggle against Stevenson because Stevenson has mastered that style. So I think this is a showcase fight for Stevenson. It's it's a little strange that we're saying that with two undefeated fighters and the line is kind of, kind of distorting the the potential barn burner that this could be because the public is all on one side on Stevenson but in my opinion it is the right side and it makes sense because when you break them down stylistically you're going to have to go far, far out on a limb for Valdez to be able to win this. And if you're able to come up with a conclusion, some type of scenario where you see Valdez winning, it's by knockout. So you don't need to mess with Valdez winning all of these rounds and he has to use this tactic and that tactic. Basically, what he needs to do is land on Stevenson. The issue is, is he going to be too timid to do that? Is he going to stay on the outside worried about the counter punches, try to play more defense because because he's getting pieced up and never really put his foot on the gas. It was a lot of criticism that um, uh, Dillian White got in the Tyson Fury fight. Why do he stay on the outside? Why do you do this? Why do they... man? It's hard, you know. Tyson Fury's six nine. He's got this huge reach and he's punching in the face. All of a sudden, you're like, oh, maybe I don't want to take a few steps forward and get punched in the face again. It's a psychological thing, and I've seen that he admitted it 
himself, uh, Valdez, did in previous fights. So I think stylistically, himself, mentally, physically, he's going to have a tough time tracking Stevenson down. Now, of course, anything can happen. Again, Valdez is the puncher in the fight. But for my money, I think Shakir Stevenson is the winner in this fight. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will sock it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.